slash and cast. Welcome the fiends who handle a whiskey presented by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Our show discusses horror movies and the phobias they emphasize. And uh, yeah, we have a new month, we have a new phobia, and we are celebrating the release of Cocaine Bear with Zoophobia, which is the fear of animals, which, uh, you know, I've really wanted to do this specific phobia for quite some time. There are a lot of different movies that we could kind of uh, pull from. Uh, there's also a lot of phobies that are kind of like adjacent uh, to this because, you know, we've kind of already done, uh, you know, like plants, we've done insects uh, to a degree, we've done like water phobias, which also kind of tied into, uh, you know, some of the creatures uh, on that aspect as well. But there's still so many different stones that went unturned. And, uh, you know, we're starting with Cocaine Bear. No surprise there because, uh, you know, just came out this past weekend, uh, made $23.26 million, so pretty respectable opening in the box office, coming in in second okay. place uh, over this past weekend. But joining me tonight, as always, to uh, to talk about this fantastic B-movie are my co-hosts, John and Holly. Guys, Hi. how are you doing? Doing good. Good, good. Coming off of that high, cocaine bear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do you know how much it costs to make cocaine bear? Uh, th- okay, hold on. Let me... Budget is 30 to 30. Oh, that's not bad. Okay, so it's always almost made his money back. Okay. I was really hoping they'd do really, really well, because uh, I, I had a lot of fun with the uh, with the promotion, with the with, with the marketing, with the movie. Like, I thought it, the whole thing was a lot of fun. Did, uh, what's number one right now? Yeah. Oh, this past weekend, Ant Man. Which one? Ant Man. Oh, Ant-Man. yeah. Ant-Man. That's playing yeah. everywhere too. Versus Cocaine mm-hmm. isn't playing everywhere. I mean, like we were it's able a to. Movie, so. Yeah, it's true, but because we were hoping to see Cocaine Bear in our local, like fancy, eat, dine, and spend all your your paycheck, you know, theater, but it wasn't available mm-hmm. there, so we had to go to the, the stupid Metreon. Actually, the Metreon's pretty great. It's just not close to my house. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's probably because that theater couldn't afford all the cocaine. Oh, yeah. You know, a buddy of mine went yeah. to the screening <laughs> of it, which happened actually during our show last last week. Uh, so, you guys, you're welcome. I could have got a secret camber on a Wednesday. <laughs> so, uh, and, like, they gave them these promotional straws that were, that had, like, a dollar bill printed on it. So, it looked like a cocaine, like a, like a rolled up, you know, dollar bill. <laughs> I thought that was pretty fucking adorable. And I didn't realize how um, how intense the marketing was. Like, I had friends who watched, like, UFC fights and shit, and they were talking about, like, the, the weird advertising that they saw there. And I was kind of blown away. So I'd be really interested to see how much the movie cost, how much the marketing cost, and if they're going to make their money back. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they will. They haven't got so, yeah. yet. That's true. Yeah. It, what would be really funny is if it does better than Ant-Man 
uh, for next weekend. Because Ant-Man's getting a lot of middling reviews. Oh, really? Apparently, it's just kind of a, a standard Marvel movie, not really mm-hmm. that great. So. Yeah, it dropped about 70% in its second week. I've been watching a lot of Paul Rudd lately. I think Hulu just put it up front. I was like, yeah, I'll watch 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yeah, I'll watch I Love You, Man. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, that's a lot of Paul Rudd. Wet, hot American summer. Yeah. And watch all the cocaine bear and Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah. Paul Rudd, I know. Uh, this uh, Elizabeth Banks directed this movie. Obviously. Yeah, that's right. I wonder if she tried. That would have been great if he had like, a cameo. That would have been really cool. Yeah. In fact, she was in 40 Year Old Virgin, too. Mm-hmm. So I was telling you, like, look, Joe, mm-hmm. it's cocaine bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? It's a banks, man. <laughs> man, what a hard mm-hmm. 10, right? <laughs> it, uh, Is this her directorial debut? I think so. Because holy moly, that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. That's, it's not. She did the last Charlie's Angels oh, movie, at least. Oh, Which one? No, what the, yeah. the, what the Gen Z. Oh, the reboot of it, which I don't think, which kind of just, I don't think much. The one with Kristen, what's her face? I'm not sure. Twilight? Oh, oh, right. Let me pull up her IMDb real quick. No, I completely missed that. I think the first Charlie's Angels was an accidental good cult kind of classic, like accidentally like campy and fun. Well, it had a nice cast that everybody was, that everybody liked, like Mm -hmm. Lucy Liu, Cameron Diaz, and thank you, Drew Barrymore. Whereas this one was like, I only, well, first of all, I'm a lot older than the target audience, but I only recognize Kristen Stewart, Mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. Right. She also did Pitch Perfect, too. Never mind. She's been doing some That was her directorial debut. Okay. I was not aware. Me either. <laughs> Look at her working her butt off. Good mm-hmm. for her. But, uh, yeah, no, when <laughs> in the theater there was, uh, someone starting a chant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> co- cocaine bear, uh, before the movie There started. we go. I, when I say cocaine, you say bear. Cocaine bear. And we all <laughs> chanted along. It was such a nice moment. And I think, like, wow, that's <laughs> such a, a nice, like, you know, cultural moment. We can all just, you know. Huddle around Cocaine Bear and have a nice time. It's wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's wholesome. Yeah, you know, it's 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 so funny because like this is a movie that typically wouldn't be on a lot of people's radars, like right. outside of our community. Um, but definitely not the case. You know, this is a crowd pleaser. Mm-hmm. This is definitely a midnight movie. Uh, I caught one of the later shows. You know, I was telling you guys about my experience. Basically, everyone in the show that I was at was either drunk or high <laughs> going into cocaine. We were so funny. Uh, which was very obvious really early on because, like, I was, you know, sitting outside of, um, you know, the screen. And, like, a very obvious pothead was just <laughs> clearly just finished blazing <laughs> before he came in. He's like... Uh, excuse me, sir, like, is, does that say six? Because, you know, he's trying to find the mm-hmm. right date. I'm like, yeah, man, you're good. <laughs> so it's like, you've come to the right spot. And, uh, you know, it's it's so funny because, like, this is one of the only movies since, like, Spider-Man No Way Home that got, like, an applause when the credits hit yeah. <laughs> that I've gone to. <laughs> Which is... Which is so funny because, like, one, like, this is a good movie, but I wouldn't put it, like, at that level. But it was also just 
of its time and it's of its yeah. place and it's really just of the people that totally made the experience that much more enjoyable. And there are, you know, some things in this movie that don't work that <laughs> well. But there are there's one particular scene in this movie that had me laughing so fucking hard. And, you know, if you just need a sales pitch to go see this movie, the only scene you need to go about know about going in is the fact that he, the, uh, the cocaine bear, bites a guy's foot off and proceeds to do yeah. a line of coke off of the severed foot. And that was the exact moment where I'm like, this is peak cinema. <laughs> like, we cannot... <laughs> We cannot reach any like higher goal than this right now, and it just it really set the tone for me for the remainder of the movie. What what a fun experience! It really was. I mean, I I couldn't get a. It, it, it's funny because as soon as the movie was over, I'm like, okay, that's let's go home. I don't need to watch this again or you know. But it was it was so pleasurable. Like the whole lead up to the movie, like the the anticipation, everybody excited. We had multiple friend groups that were like oh we're going in a group let's go and so yeah everybody was just having a really good time it's like it's freaking like Mardi Gras parade it was everybody just had a good time with their drugs <laughs> did they play the scream uh preview in, oh yeah in it for you they they did they showed like four red band trailers before Cocaine Bear. Which, uh, which ones? Did, we saw um, Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, Evil Dead Rise. Mm -hmm. yep, they showed that. Um, the last trailer that they showed was a new comedy with Will Ferrell oh, and yeah, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. yeah, with the talking dogs where, you know, the, the dog just gets abandoned, you know. By Will they like Fortune. to play the game Fetch and Fuck and then after, you know, after he gets, you know, abandoned and getting drunk off of, you know, beer, he uh, comes up with a plan to go bite his owner's <laughs> dick off. Which does look interesting. <laughs> and then the fourth one was that, like, comedian's <laughs> movie about the story about going from Russia. Oh, yeah, The Machine, so, yeah. But did, what did you think of the new Scream uh, preview? I know you're a big Scream fan. I mean, it comes out next week. I already got my tickets. Oh. I'm going... Both Thursday really? and Friday, that so like I'm sense. I'm I'm ramping myself up. Well, yeah, like I wanted to catch an earlier show in, and then like my normal, uh, you know, cinema group, who are normally like the diehard horror fans. That sounds like a lot of fun. But what? It, so I'm not as big mm -hmm. into Scream, but I I like I liked the first movie a lot, and I've seen them all once and, okay. and liked them. But I liked the first one the most, of course. But uh. I thought this preview was kind of interesting, though, because it's a very, like, action, or seems more, mm -hmm. like, he's using guns in this preview, and he's yes. stalking through yes. a, a market, like, out in public, you know, not really, like, in a house, and it's he's more action-y, mm -hmm. and more kind of kick-ass, which I thought was kind of interesting, you know? Yeah, there's a definite tonal shift with Scream 6, you know, they they were leaning into more of, um, I want to say necessarily like action-based, but more, they're wanting to do more chase scenes in particular. So there's a lot of tension that has really been like cut into the trailer. But yeah, like 
the whole like using guns in Scream hasn't really been done all that much. Really, the last time we saw it was, um, at least from the killer, was in Scream Two in the third act, uh, with Mickey and uh, Billy's mom in in this case. Uh, but you know, it's it, it seems like with this one, you know, there there are just so many so many nods just in the um the shrine room oh, in yeah, particular yeah. there's probably like at least 30 easter eggs because there there are things from literally every movie in that mm. franchise uh to to kind of take a look at but uh you know for me personally like i just want to see like well what sort of role is is kirby going to have after that was the whole thing because when kirby uh was killed off in scream 4 you know, there was a lot of fan uproar, much like uh, what had happened with Scream 2 when it killed another fan favorite. So now that they, you know, had that Easter egg in the last Scream with Kirby surviving and her being back in the sixth one, everyone's just kind of, like, waiting to see, like, okay, like, is she is she going to have, like, a prominent role or is this just going to be kind of just, like, another throwaway type mm-hmm. ordeal? But definitely a bit of fan service going on there. Nice. Yeah, no, it looks cool, though. And it's got the girl from Wednesday. Yeah, Jenna Ortega. Uh, so that's cool. But anyway. Hmm. Yeah, she was introduced in the last one. Sorry, tangent. Uh, that's a good tangent. With uh, Cocaine Bear. So how does... Oh, the guy... It starts with the guy in the plane. So do, do you, did you by any chance... Did anybody like know the original story? Or like... Vaguely? Like, I have a very vague memory <laughs> of hearing... It might not even be this story, but I've heard vague memories of stories of, like, (laughs) drug planes crashing and dumping their loads all all over, like, a forest or all over a remote area. I kind of hear that stuff. And that's what was happening. The the airplane was was, uh, going down. That's why the guy was... Because that was a drop process where he would drop the bags in a certain place, and then, like, you know, crew would come in and retrieve them. But um, the plane was going down, so he was. That's why he went down himself. And I totally thought at first that he was intentionally dumping. Yeah, me too. That was point, like, that oh, was he's super high. Yeah. But then we kind of find out he, the plane was actually that's going down. Okay. He, which makes sense because he was going to jump out and parachute out, but he hits his head and falls out without uh, without the parachute. <laughs> it's okay. The, the ground yeah. broke. Mm-hmm. That's why. He'll, he'll walk it off. Uh, but yeah, so basically, uh, with with the the real, the true story, uh, this was back in 1985. Uh, basically, you know, it, it was like in the winter. Uh, there was an 175-pound black bear who had died of an overdose of cocaine after, uh, basically, he found cocaine in the forest. And, okay. uh, you know, I don't, I don't really know too much about it, but, you know, I, I, I can only imagine he didn't survive for that long after, you know, ingesting the code. Did he rampage before he OD'd? Let's see, I'm pulling the quotes. Uh, the cocaine was apparently dropped from a plane piloted by Andrew Thornton, a convicted drug smuggler who died September 11th in Knoxville, Tennessee, because he was carrying... Too heavy a load while parachuting. Uh, the Bureau said the bear was found Friday in northern Georgia among 40 open plastic containers with traces of cocaine. 
Let's see. Bear was found dead in the mountains uh, just south of the Tennessee border. And that there's nothing left but bones and a big hide. So it doesn't really tell us, like, how long he survived or how much it and Whether or not he, he attacked Ray Liotta. None of that. Okay. I understand. But they, when they were searching for the cocaine... Uh, over those months during the investigation, they found over 300 oh, pounds. So much cocaine. Definitely. It must have been a smaller plane in the real in real life because 300 pounds is not. Yeah, that's a just huge a big person. Yeah. For overloading an airplane. Agreed. Unless it was like a little cess in that kind of plane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but I left out the most important part of the story: the bear's nickname, <laughs> which is. Fantastic in its own right. This easily could have been the alternative title. Pablo Escobar. <laughs> that That's like been... something you could get out of like a Build-A-Bear if you just customized it a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> was that, that was like the nickname they gave him in the news after it came yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's always like that that clickbait headline or the the you know, just just headline in general, you know. Gotta gotta have something that stands out to be uh, newspaper worthy, but that's fantastic in its own right. But uh, and then we also get so related to that, they start the movie also with uh, the old eighties anti drug commercials. The, this is your brain on drugs right. with the egg <laughs> and Nancy Reagan and all oh, of Nancy. that, <clears throat> which was nice and uh, definitely you know. Uh, it, uh, we always say, you know, man is the real monster. Turns out it's man, yeah. But in this one, it's definitely drugs are the the real monster in this movie. Well, at the very end, it wasn't even, well, it was Ray Liotta, right? I mean, I don't want to jump too much ahead, but how do they make you like, like Cocaine Bear after it's torn apart a bunch of people? Oh, yeah, give it a couple of cups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> It's kind of funny. I, I wasn't objecting to anything in this movie. I was like, what? We like Cocaine Bear now? Yay, Cocaine Bear! <laughs> we kind of have to root. Like, you always send my root for root Cocaine for Bear. the Cocaine Bear, of course. Oh, I mean, yeah. this movie, by mm-hmm. rights, should be lower budget than it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, sh- you know, shouldn't have as quality of a crew working on it. This should be something that's, you know ultra low budget and completely insane by you know typically like if this had been made in the 80s or 90s uh it would be far lower budget mm-hmm. uh, so i think to make a movie like cocaine bear you have to root for the bear and so be true. able to get behind it has to be mm-hmm. the story from the bear's perspective, perspective yeah. yeah which kind of is for yeah and i I cannot wait for the yeah. Asylum, who are known for doing the mockbusters. Uh, they did announce their their knockoff for Cocaine Bear, which is Attack of the oh, Mockbuster. Oh, yes. Which, you know, I can only assume is going to be based in Florida. Someone, that sounds amazing. I think it was Joe. Someone was saying, too, that they should make Weed Bear. Weed Bear. <laughs> but that would be, like... Asylum, like uh, you know, well, there's those series of horror movies about the the evil bong. Have, have you ever seen this? I think Tommy mm-hmm. Chong 
Yeah, I've seen. I have seen all of them. <laughs> they could do a weed bear that's kind of in that style, you know. Kind of I so mm-hmm. I keep on talking about Meth Gator because that mm-hmm. sounds amazing. Like, does he attack like Disney World or something? Because <laughs> that would be really cool. I don't know. Details are pretty kept under wraps right now, but uh, you know, it's just they, announced you know on the twenty fifth. Meth Honey Badger. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Honey Badger. Or the Wolverine. The Wolverine. I like uh, Honey Badger. That could go out really, mm-hmm. or even, uh, you know, there are stories of beavers killing people. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and not not just not no, just no, definitely real actual beavers. Why? Because <laughs> they they defend their home territory and they have that those big teeth. That's true. For night, and apparently they will come at you if you go into their area. Wow, that's intense. Have actually killed some people. Man, the outdoors. Yeah, seriously. I don't I don't see like an actual release date for this, but it says this summer. Of course, of course. Meth Gator. I'll watch that. And so okay, so back to okay, where, where so where we'll uh, start it from the get go. We got the cocaine drop. Oh the, yeah, uh, the cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so basically, you know, the the guy basically just hits his head on the on the door frame. Knocks himself unconscious and, uh, yeah, causes him to fall to his death. You're being introduced to Carrie Russell and her little girl mm. who are having just a light little spat, nothing serious, and, just a tiny little mom daughter fight. And that's, yeah, Carrie Russell from Felicity. Felicity. And the Americans. And Star Wars. She was in, uh, the last Star Wars movie. Was she? Mm-hmm. She's got a helmet on the whole time. Oh, okay. uh, you don't see her face. She plays that kind of Boba Fett woman oh. uh, at the end of the last one, where who's they for some reason at the very last second set up a weird romance thing with her and Poe uh, Dameron. Uh, but yeah, that's so I thought I thought that was her, but I wasn't one hundred percent sure. And I feel like her role in this movie and the mom role in the Spirit Halloween movie, same one. We're Same. all cycling off of <laughs> Winona Ryder and Stranger Things, basically. Agreed, it's like, yeah, she's become, like, Winona Ryder and Stranger Things is, like, the iconic mom, mom role now yeah. for, like, this era. So mm-hmm. I feel like Carrie Russell was a bit in that role, kind of. Yeah, okay. I can see but, that. But, you know, I mean... Make that's just me. But, you know, yeah, not to, like, criticize. Not like, oh, this is a rip-off thing. But it just feels like we've... Stranger Things has established this character as like well, you're gonna only, have this character probably in your Well not only that, but the nostalgia of like, oh remember your childhood for mm-hmm. those of us who had it in the eighties. And so like all the you know, the the crazy things kid did in the eighties, that's like a big that's a big, you know, tongue in cheek thing these days. So the kids eating cocaine, that was fucking hilarious. Was like cool. they ate so much cocaine, too. <laughs> like a tablespoon. <laughs> And that was bold, too, because I didn't yeah. think they would do that. Me either. Uh, <laughs> it's like, <that's> like a... <laughs> yeah, it's like they were doing, like, yeah. the cinnamon challenge. Oh, my friend was like, well, that's not usually how I do it. Where do you do cocaine? On the street. Yeah. <laughs> on the streets. You know, they... Yeah, he doesn't want to send... He doesn't <laughs> want to have that shit in the house. No, that was great, though, because, like, it, this being, like, a bit bigger, almost like a... I mean, this is, I guess, officially a Hollywood movie. And it's, oh, for sure, it's like yeah. Thirty-five million, like you said. Even Megan was only like what twelve. Mm-hmm. 
was it 12? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, much bigger. Um, I kind of wasn't sure how far they would go with it not being a low-budget movie, and I was surprised. Well, I like that there was only one rule, and it was don't hurt the kids. So they that's the only rule that they really stuck to, which I appreciated. I appreciate when, like, you don't know who's going to die because... You know, they introduce a bunch of characters, they make you like them, and then they start killing them off. You're like, oh, shit, anybody could go. Well, this, not to jump ahead too much, but this was definitely, that's one of the good things about this movie is they got the tone right and they stayed consistent with the tone. Right. Which is to say, I'm glad that they never tried to get super dramatic or have, like, an overly, you know, like, all of a sudden we're going to do, like, a more serious tone instead of keeping it more kind of light. Right. Absolutely. Which I'm glad they mm -hmm. did. Yeah. Did. It was always like comedy, dark comedy. Yeah. And there was a little bit of darkness, like when the detective died, you know, where you kind of feel bad. Oh, but... that guy's got the sweetest face. He looks like a gummy bear. Like he's just, yeah, perfect, you know, perfectly round face <laughs> and eyes. He's, he looks like a gummy bear. Mm. <laughs> I like that guy a lot. But this mm -hmm. I give him all my money. <laughs> like I trust you. <laughs> this movie starts with the very kind of 80s thing of uh, where the kids are. I mean, I guess they are cutting school mm -hmm. and going out to the mountain on their own, but just kind of going off and go, being able to like go off on their own unattended. Without any cell phones or anything. Mm -hmm. But they didn't even do anything dangerous. I mean, they went to a forest, uh, I mean, a, a national park. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I didn't grow up around that shit, so maybe you guys can tell me a little better. The falls, the, the secret oh, the falls. falls, yeah. Because she wanted to, she wanted to paint them, uh -huh. and she was supposed to go with her mom, but her mom, I guess, canceled to go on a date or some shit like that. And then right, she was yeah. a little hurt, so she wanted to stick it to her mom a little bit by cutting class and going to paint the falls. And you kind of have the classic kids story thing of like the two young kids, like the girl and the boy, who are friends. And uh, it's like the girl is sort of like wild a little bit, right. and the boy is kind of like mellow, a little bit and more she's nerdier, like, and she's like, the one getting them in trouble, kind of thing. Yeah, which kind of reminds me of like this is so random, but uh, like Bridge to Terabithia, mm -hmm. or also Psycho Gorman, oh, which yeah. is a really <laughs> awesome movie. But the kids in that, they kind of remind me of kids in that. But you kind of get that thing of like uh you know they're gonna just like go do their own thing and they're not really worried about like the parents are getting caught or is it dangerous for kids to go into national parks like that i mean if there's if they stick to the path and shit and they don't get attacked by cocaine bears no right i mean that's not the worst thing for them to go to the park <laughs> the big forest well park. i mean this is a park. i grew up in the desert i don't fucking know it, it depends because this is a park in uh they're in the South. They're in like Kentucky? In, yeah. But that's... Tennessee, sorry. Tennessee. It's uh, Tennessee. That's a big, giant mountain that's heavily Yeah. Okay, so there's okay. lots of places to get lost in there, for sure. So the kids don't go there by themselves? If you stayed the on the path, you'd be cool, but if you that's go off, you could get lost, for sure. Yeah, okay. But, but uh, they never got lost, though. Yeah, and let's let's be that's real. Kids wouldn't stay on when the path. The secret falls <laughs> would not be on the path. That's true. That was a whole big part of it. Although it feels like at no part in the story was getting lost an issue for any character. No, no, don't. It was like getting kidnapped by a bear, which will come up later. 
But yeah, I mean, it's definitely <laughs> a thing from that era where you could just like go off as a kid. I did and, that all like, the fucking time. All day. I got in so many dangerous situations that my parents never knew about, mm-hmm. and then a bunch more that they did know about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the no cell phone thing, the, yeah, no the come back phones. before the, before it gets dark. Yeah, yeah, you're just what gone the hell, out man? all day. Yeah, I mean that's some straight up neglect. <laughs> yeah, it was do you know where time. your children are? You know, sure. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, and let's be real. It's like back then. It's like parents could just be like, "Go play." Like I'm gonna like be here doing my thing. Getting drunk, yeah. And it was like, "Oh, look at parents." Now mm-hmm. it and now it's all about yeah, exactly. living in their screen. I mean, that's the thing, right? There was uh, you had TV <laughs> at home, which you could sit in front of and watch all day. If you mm. Oh yeah, for sure. And I and they did not limit that. No, no. But eventually, you kind of did have to go outside because even TV was not. If you only had the few channels, you know. I only had three growing up. Three, yeah. No, it's like we had three, but then it went up to like thirteen. Ooh. At the time, like when I was with in high like school. local, like you know, with stuff, all local yeah. channels for sure. Uh, but yeah, I know those like core three channels. Like if you just do the antenna. ABC, CBS, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ABC, CBS, ABC. Yeah. We had the thing total tangent, but we had the thing where uh, it was like the regular TV, you know. <laughs> and then when Showtime and HBO started up. Uh, we didn't subscribe or have the cable box, mm-hmm. but if you turn to channel 14 and 15, they would be there, but oh. kind of scrambled. So you can see like half a boob at night? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you watch and sometimes it would come in even <laughs> a little better and you could, it was almost like pretty watchable. So we would do that. Yeah. And I remember like, uh, we were able to get, like we were, some guy came up to like hook up like basic TV and it was still only like 13 channels yeah. later on. It wasn't like full cable. It was only like a handful of channels, mm-hmm. but it wasn't just the three that you get with the bunny ears. And uh, and then my dad, like you know, slipped him a twenty to get like Cinemax. Oh, and he hooked it up. That's just a classic that, thing. Yeah, and so we had Cinemax, and then started the era Cinemax. of me watching Skinemax. And, and I, like eighty percent of the time, I was watching the doorknob, and then twenty percent of the time, I was watching the TV. Yeah. So- <laughs> not all about Shannon Tweedy. Oh, nice. yeah, yeah. That's such the classic story where the cable guy hooks you up with yeah. three channels. Isn't that the cable guy movie? Is like yeah, that's what he does. Like he hooks him up, yeah. and so that's how they become friends because he feels indebted to uh, to Jim Carrey for that. Watch that again. I've been watching lots of night. Uh, oh, anyways. Yeah, it's it's not like in uh, it's not like in Friends where you know you randomly just have the porn channel and then the guys never want to change the channel or turn off the TV in fear <laughs> that they might lose we, it altogether. We actually had so my friends who did have the cable box back in those early days in the early mid eighties, there was this thing. So it was like a brown uh, box with like a keyboard on it, like that almost looked like a phone dialer. And there was this trick you could do where if you, if you put your fingers, like if you did the right simultaneous number combination all at the same time and pushed them, mm-hmm. all the cable channels would come in for free. I don't even, I've never heard about that. They would get Playboy Channel and Cinemax, See, everything. The- I didn't grow up with money. I didn't have those kind of, and yeah, I also totally. didn't have access was- to a party line. 
I only recently heard all about party lines. Yeah. What the fuck? That sounds amazing. That's like early internet. Have you have you no, seen the movie no. Party Line? <laughs> when when you're I watched it on Tubi. <laughs> it was an eighty scene, I'm pretty sure. I, it was just one of those ones that I like randomly stumbled across, and I was like, "This poster looks interesting." And then I that's watched like it. Pre, I came out the that's, that's like early good. internet chat room where uh, it party lines. You would dial into a number, and it would be like a group of people. Would it be your friends, or would it be strangers? It could be your friends if you coordinated it and you all dialed in. You could okay. be on there, but it was also random strangers, and people would just talk to each other and that's say, "Pretty shit. amazing." Yeah, you you had um, the one dad who was trying to like get it on uh, with like the babysitter uh, through the party line because like he knew that she was you know, one of the, the girls on there. Because that's all I had in the eighties. <laughs> I think so. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Rotary so, phone. <laughs> like when somebody had a lot of like sevens, eights, and nines in their number. Okay, and you like, think that's bad? I lived on a border town. Southern Arizona and Mexico. If I was trying to dial into Mexico, we're talking about like ten different, like oh, you had ten, to twelve like digits, zero, like, one. Yeah. No, it was so many fucking numbers that I memorized. <laughs> yeah, which I, yeah, we don't know phone numbers anymore. No, you used to know all your phone numbers. I think I only know my own phone number. That's the only phone number I know, and nine one one. So, and uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it like eight one one and seven one one something? Yeah, it doesn't matter. But yeah, so you know, too far 80s, from the eighties. Totally. We're, Either we're talking about cocaine bear or the eighties. This takes place in eighty five, right? Yeah. Well, it takes place in the eighties, so it's fun. Okay, perfect. Which they definitely. Yeah, because you know they got they got to tie into the base on a true story aspect. You know, basically, a bear. Does cocaine, and it's also said in the eighties. And uh, you know they got the got the location, you know, which is already more than they needed at the time. They really only needed to have a bear doing cocaine <laughs> or ingesting cocaine, not not actually snorting lines like it does. They had to say it in the eighties because nobody does cocaine now. That's true. Well, no, just <laughs> although I swear it's interesting because I feel like cocaine has shifted back to being considered like a hard this drug, even though it's not literally. I don't but, know, with the fentanyl and everything, rolling, you know, rolling around everywhere. Yeah. But it's almost like... Uh, but, they, but, but they don't blame the cocaine part. They blame the, the, uh, the fentanyl. <laughs> so it's like, oh, a bunch of people died from doing cocaine that was laced or some shit. <laughs> that was actually fentanyl. And you're like, damn you, fentanyl. Because it's like, meth is bad, fentanyl's bad. Cocaine's like, not great, but it's a party. Because cocaine's kind of like a rich person drug, so it's like... And then, like <laughs> weed is like, er, you know, Medicine this, but super harmless, and like, oh, okay, that's we the most harmless of all drugs, including alcohol. I'm a stoner, but it's true. <laughs> we is the most harmless of all drugs in terms of its effect. We, we, if somebody who takes edibles who isn't uh, a stoner can have a negative effect, but it's purely psychological, they're not it's actually entirely psychological. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are not, you were, you were not meant to look into inward, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Focus out. Keep moving forward. I I actually have a friend who, for a long time, was an ambulance. Uh, He wasn't the driver, he was an EMT. And he told me that the basically the only people that they like really make fun of are the people who call them for weed related 
Oh no. Stuff, where they have like no respect for people who call <laughs> uh, overdoses. Oh no. Yeah, that must be so embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, I've had a I I don't do it too much because I have some negative mm-hmm. like it's like, oh let's spiral. That's this is fun. You know? <laughs> like, no, no. <laughs> but uh but yeah, weed is otherwise harmless. Yeah, good. But so anyways, what I mean though, like in terms of talking about this is that you know definitely this movie takes like a light tone it is very i mean coke although and it makes all the gore really fun yeah and 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 that's i mean i'm sure we're, we're holding back until a little later in the conversation and talk about the really really fun gore in this movie yeah yeah and you get to see one of those like tiktok stars uh, i mean I, I know he's a, an established <laughs> comedian but that's how i know him from those tiny little videos Which... so the emt that like dies that has a hand thing <laughs> He's like he does a bunch of videos online, and oh, I always I, I always see him in social media, like where he's making fun of like IKEA shoppers or some shit like that. Mm. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's funny, yes. and he's but all these people that have like a lot of them like that have like established channels. I just end up finding out are like actually established comedians, and they're coming to my town. Nice. And I was like, oh shit, I should go check him out. Yeah. Oh, what is that guy? Holy shit. I didn't realize that initially. I know exactly what exactly, you're talking about, because yeah. all of his are, like, retail-based. But, uh, <laughs> and so then, also, I like, uh, we, they have, uh, when we meet the, uh, the, what is that, the ranger mm-hmm. woman. Oh my she, gosh, she's so fucking hilarious. So, and she's trying to mm-hmm. get, hook up with the guy. The joke, that the little, quick little joke, like, oh, you've got a dusty you beaver. Dusty beaver. <laughs> and she's like, I'm working on it. Yeah. <laughs> That was really funny. <laughs> that was really funny. And then, like, the gang of, like, random dudes that are, like... The they're movie bullies. They're such, like... They're such your stereotypical, like, losers slash yeah. movie bullies with the... Just looking like idiots, but still slightly dangerous. <laughs> and, like, the, the super giggly guy, they always have that, like, the... the the bully that, like, laughs and giggles Oh, the high-pitched, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, what movie is it? I should. I won't spend too much trying to figure this out. What, what is that movie? It's like they have those three bullies in a. In a you mean like a Back to the Future, or maybe that kind of one movie the with the with the tree that had sex with people? There's also the movie with the. <laughs> There's a lot of movies with those three bullies. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm thinking of is the guy. He reminded me the guy from creep show too oh. you know the indian reservation the the yeah. bad guys from that he reminded me of mm-hmm. that guy <laughs> Cisco. Oh, <wait. laughs> Remember? Uh, i like it when you do voices <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I i liked the one i liked the bully character who ended up kind of joining oh the yeah cast. he was really good after was, yeah he was really funny and like and it, and it was really funny to see like not to rush to the end but like the outcome of his mm-hmm. time in the movie that was funny too but, but oh and that was ice cube's son and ice cube's son and yeah. i mean i should have known better he looks just like him yeah he looks exactly but i was mm-hmm. like it makes the same be. facial expression right and where's his hair this exact same yeah. way his dad did <laughs> totally. <laughs> like i I'm not even that familiar with him. I saw the NWA movie where he plays his dad mm-hmm. in that movie. Uh, but um, I, I'm not even that familiar with him, but I knew instantly who he was as soon as he appeared. I, I was wasn't like, oh, thinking about it too hard. And then, like, you know, uh, 
our buddy Mel was like, oh, I'm like, oh shit, it's nice chip. <laughs> He's good. He's a Nepo baby, obviously. Which is fine. But he's good. He does a good job. And he's good in the NWA movie, too. I don't have a, I don't have anything against, you know, uh, Nepo babies, with the exception that there's so many of them. I think as long <laughs> as they're good, it's okay. Like, if you're a Nepo baby and you're not good... Just like, own it, you know? But if you're... Your aunt's Julia Roberts, yeah, you're gonna get some roles, you know? Like, a legit... A, a really legit Nepo baby mm-hmm. is... Um, Oh, um, is uh, Dennis Quaid's son, who plays son? Uh, in The Boys. He is um, Huey. Oh, Boys. really? And he's legit good. Yes. Isn't that, it's Dennis Quaid's son, right? Are you looking him up? He's working on Yeah. Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid. He's really, and he's legit good. And he's a never made, but you know. Yeah. He was also in the last stream. I'm trying to think about my favorite Nepo baby. Well, there are ones you don't realize, too. <laughs> like yeah, the, there's, there's a couple you don't realize. Well, there's, oh, oh. Um, the woman from Mithrigan was Mithrigan. the main, she's a Nepo baby. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, isn't, like, her, yeah, she's a Nepo baby. <laughs> I forget who. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's, like, one of them was a choreographer and the other was, like, a producer or some shit. Or, well, no, I or no, somebody famous? a famous actor. Oh, okay. One of them, I believe. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. No, that's it. That, that's yeah. all I got. I was still thinking about my favorite Nepal baby. Mm. Which I think I'm going to go with Catwoman. I forget her name. The new Catwoman is <laughs> awesome. Oh, uh, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's, she's so pretty. She's yeah. been a legit actor for a long time, too. Yeah. She's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess if you're kind of born into that industry. Then that's the other thing, too. Like, you're born into it. You're, you know, you already are, you know, uh, you're already, you're actually in a safer position than like an ingenue who doesn't have like a support system mm-hmm. and is going to get freaking exploited and taken advantage of. It's almost better that it be like you know Kravitz's kid who like who's going to mess with his kid and then on top of that like already knows like the business and has been like working on like the craft this entire time. It makes sense. Although it'd be yeah. nice if there was more space for like randos. Yeah, yeah. You know, you never know when a budding actress might come. You know, into the scene at the age of forty-two, and <laughs> never gonna or happen. Like, uh, you know, like the old Hollywood <laughs> stories. I've never acted. <laughs> like those old Hollywood stories of being like discovered. Yeah, at, like a the soda fountain. <laughs> <laughs> that only happens to like nineteen-year-olds. <laughs> and they're just trying to hook up with them. Anyways. Oh yeah, that's gross. It's true. It's true. Anyways, but so. Okay, so I forgot. Oh yeah, Nepo babies. We're talking about Ice Cube's kid. Ice Cube's kid appears. He did great. He's good. With and Ray Liotta. Oh, is this his last movie? And this was his last. He died after making this movie. Oh, he says no. Okay, cool. He is a couple that are I mean, in post production. Everybody had the same thing, which was like that aren't oh, released. Is this really Liotta's last movie? Is this gonna be like the last thing everybody remembers him by? I'm like, ooh, that's a little rough, I guess. When yeah, and apparently he had like kind of a drug problem. Oh, he was a cocaine bear. Yikes. But uh, Ray Liotta, uh, (laughs) Goodfellas, of course. The all-time great. Was he in Casino or or was he he supposed to? He should have been in Casino. He probably should have been. He should have been in Casino. (laughs) He definitely would have been. Joe Pesci, the very frightening Joe Pesci. And James Mm -hmm. Woods. And what's her name from? Sharon Stone. Yeah, Sharon Stone. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
Interesting trivia fact okay. I learned recently. Casino uh-huh. is the movie that has the most words of any screenplay. I'm sorry, what? The most, just general, just in general, the yeah. most words? It's the, it has the most words, like the most uh, dialogue spoken but words. But what about, like, Gone with the Wind and shit? That shit's five hours long. Apparently, uh, Casino is, well, Casino's like three hours long. But, oh. uh, but yeah, apparently it's the most uh, talking of any movie. Wow. Didn't realize there was so much pantomiming and Gone with the Wind. All right, well, let's get back to some cocaine. Okay, so cocaine <laughs> So the, the band, so yeah, they the go to the woods. Yeah, the kids go the to the woods to find the waterfall. The, the drug dealers yeah, so... go to the area to look for the drugs. And of course, you get the setup where Ray Liotta's kid, who I can't remember this this dude's this actor's name, but he almost looks like that actor from Christmas Bloody Christmas. But that guy, but that can't be right because that guy is much too young to be this actor. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we've got these two people going in, and then we have the kids um, finding the cocaine, but also finding, like, the um, consumed packets of uh, yeah, the, from the, yeah, the, the debris from the oh, cocaine. Oh, and yeah. that the bear has already encountered and killed Tormund from Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. That was, like, the first thing that happened, and we forgot about it. Yeah, the, wi- the wildling guy from Game yeah. of Thrones. Which I was like... That's him, right? Is it that is him. him. He looks him. exactly the same, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, yeah, that was totally him. But that was kind of fun. I mean, just, uh, I think, you know, they kind of repeated that joke throughout the movie that, like, people that feel that they can just respect nature and not be afraid of it kind of thing. I don't know if that makes any sense. But you know what I mean, where it's yeah. like, if I saw a bear, mm-hmm. I would not be taking this fucking picture. Mm-hmm. I would be hightailing it, even if yeah. it was a baby bear, because, you know, mama bear somewhere around. Oh, and they established that thing where it's if it's a black bear that you, you fight, should fight back, and, and it's if a, it's a brown bear, you should play dead. Yeah, which I've never heard that before. I've heard that before, but I can't, I'm not sure that it's, if it's real. I mean, I've it's, never heard. Even that. the movie made fun. I'm. I have no yeah. idea, but I'm also yeah. not well, fucking around in woods either. So, didn't we have an encounter with a bear one? I think that camping there was a bear. Yeah, there was this one time we went camping and there was a bunch of us and I was passed out drunk, otherwise known as blacking out. And so in the morning, everybody had to tell me like, oh yeah, bear was walking around the campsite and you can hear him like sort of like, you know, snorting and Mm -hmm. stuff like, you know, as bears do. But I was out cold. Yeah, Yeah, like cocaine. Yeah. Snoring like I do (laughs) and he attacks the tent. That's a little scary. Especially like, if he finds my cocaine. No, sorry. Like the red, red You know what's funny? <laughs> that night I left out a, a weed brownie, like a like a, a store bought. Well, not a store bought, but you know, like a like a fancy big one where it's like in a, it's a good size one. And it was very fucking, <laughs> you know, weedy, and he didn't touch it at all. Probably. Incidentally, if you have a fight with a neighbor at a campsite, you can always smear peanut butter on their wheels. What? <laughs> So the bears attack the wheels oh, nice. and take them oh, out. <laughs> Make sure to only do it to three of them. Um, <laughs> would have been the weed bear if he ate the brownie. It would have been the weed bear. Then he would have been hanging out and we could have cuddled. <laughs> he would have just been chill. Yeah. But the bear gets the cocaine. <laughs> the bear gets the cocaine. And I can't remember what happens first because there's so many little stories happening at once, which is very nice. I oh, like it. Back, it like gets the cocaine and it starts banging its head against the 
tree. Oh, that's right. That's actually the first thing that happens in the beginning mm-hmm. where they're, you know, they're seeing the bear and they're like, they're so majestic. Mm-hmm. And then it's, yeah, pounding his head against the tree, I guess. And then, and then, and then looks right at them and, and then yeah. disappears. <laughs> and then, of course, tears it's that woman so apart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, like at first, like the guy's like, oh, we need to fight it after he establishes some rules. And then his wife just starts running. Yeah. Lipses off. <laughs> runs away. And then, and then he's just like, he like looks around and then he's that like, so well, I guess we're running. Like, I don't know what my body that doesn't really work out all that well for him. Though. I know that's the tough thing is with some, you're not supposed, some animals, you're not supposed to run. Because they treat you like they prey. And then they, prey yeah. Mode. yeah. We actually, I, I had an encounter uh, where. I was hiking, or not hiking, sort of hiking. We were in uh, Auburn, which is kind of near Nevada mm-hmm. on the border, and it's a really remote area. And we were walking in this really remote kind of hiking area and on a path. And I see what at first I think is a really huge dog come trotting <laughs> down to see, the path. Bernard. And then it starts going. <laughs> this way but then i realized it had a big long tail like a cat and i was like wait that's not a big dog that's a big cat oh and shit! it was a mountain lion and it started trotting it was on the same path we were but trotting away from us and it was about 30 yards ahead of us and we oh just stopped God. walking and let it keep going and then it went into it went along the path into some trees and we had to go there to get to the car and we kept going, and as we came into the trees, I was like, I'm going to take out my car keys and jingle them <gasps> so that they hear us coming. And, oh, okay. And like, maybe run away. Like, it'll run away <laughs> the first second you wanted to entertain some kitty cats. No, it was like, <laughs> like make noise so that like, I'm coming. <laughs> no, he didn't have a ball of so yard. So, joke, come into this kind of treed area. We had been an open area, and we're walking along. And there's this bush, and in the bush, I see a kitten, <gasps> except that this kitten is, this like, large. this big. Like the size of a chihuahua or some shit? Yeah, and I was just, and, <laughs> like, and we see it as we're walking in, we're just like, oh, my God. So that was <laughs> the mom, probably the big cat was the mom, mm-hmm. and there was the kitten. And we just kept, like, just kind of walking walk by, by like, no, just, like, keep no, walking, no. Keep walking. And never saw the big cat again, oh, but wow. did see that So that was like crazy. It's a good thing you didn't pick up Nature. that kitten. I might have picked up that kitten. Yeah, seriously. But he's... <laughs> yeah, I would have. You're supposed to yeah, get, then get a mall to death. Too. That's what, if you get like a bear or something, you're <laughs> Give to, me some shoulder pads. Raise your arms and make yourself look big. Oh, that <laughs> is fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. The outdoors are only... Do you, do you guys think they're going to yes, try to wrestle the And there's going to be a lot of, like, barrel twirling kind of thing, you know? <laughs> Did I mention this already? But I feel yeah. like this movie, too, is kind of in the marketing and the style of it with the cocaine bear and everything is kind of reminding me of Snakes on a Plane. Remember when that came out? I have a confession. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Snakes on the Plane. I, I never watched it either. Snakes on a Plane is famous. Right. Similar to this movie, <laughs> it's famous for the fact that before it came out, just the name of the movie. Yes. Was and the so fact that Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. that people just went apeshit mm-hmm. 
went nuts. Oh my God, snakes on a plane! That movie turned out to not be good. Apparently, it got really oh, bad ratings. Even worse than Sharknado. I think people like Sharknado <laughs> more than. But Ooh, I would have thought that Snakes on a Plane because of Samuel L. Jackson would be better. Mm. Mm. But it kind of reminds me of that where it's almost like just the name of the movie. It's but it's also like just popcorn, you know, movie mm-hmm. where it's I, I just made that up. But you know what I mean? Where it's mm-hmm. just like it's just pure fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Selling where it's like eating a cheeseburger out of my fucking McDonald's, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just that's entertainment food, man. That's not nourishing you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, you know, I it's kind of cool that they were like, you know what? Let's sell, let's sell some trash. But yeah. it's, I mean, I call it trash, but it's a really well-made movie. That direction I thought was really nice. Like it was not inconsistent throughout. You know, <laughs> like there was consistency throughout the movie. Yeah. Uh, the story was stupid at sometimes, but you're still watching a movie about a cocaine bear, so you know, keep it in check. You know, so it's. I thought it was a uh, high production value for sure. <laughs> yeah, no. It's- it's I mean, really what, like, what did you say, 30 million? You would hope so. Although I'm willing to bet that a lot of that was for uh, the the bear in question, whether it was the CG, seen, bear. The CG bear, the CG bear, the CG bear, or the costume bear, or the maybe even some shots of a real bear here or there. It's right. like mostly CG. I think it's probably mostly effects. I wonder if they oh. ever used a real bear. Oh, it was made for long shots. Yeah. But... There you go. <laughs> Especially to, you know, acquire all yeah, the cocaine. Most of that budget was cocaine. <laughs> Which, I did like how the, they showed that the bear in, liked the cocaine and <laughs> wanted to keep doing yeah. more. And was, it was kind of, that was the thing that was kind of, <laughs> excuse me, eventually luring it to people. Because, like, sure. where they would get the cocaine on them and then he would go, like, the with the leg where he had the cocaine on him and Hilarious. it ripped his leg off and did off his leg. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and wrap up these, not wrap up, but like there's four mm-hmm. stories happening at the same time. Uh, we didn't really talk about how there's a detective who's trying to track mm-hmm. down Ray Liotta. And so he goes to Tennessee, which is like a four hour or five hour drive for him, uh, leaving a, a, a small dog with his partner, um, sort of partner. Yeah. yeah, but that that in itself is its own plot it because he's upset about the yeah. dog being like a little like petite yeah, dog, yeah, but, but like he really wanted like that, a, yes, a lab. That, that that was it was you know tough cop with a tiny little you know pomeranian. That... Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he wanted he this wanted the the buddy some, that cop. That felt a little underdeveloped dog. for sure. Yeah, I wish they had done something with that more where it had like that little story arc had completed itself. Well, not only that, if it had an, any actual amount of influence on the story, that would have been kind of cool too, but it really didn't. Like, that whole story could have just been taken oh, out. I know. And then nothing would have changed. Like, if you take yeah. out the cop, his, uh, the dog, mm-hmm. and, like, his, I don't know if that was her his partner or not, but whatever, the other the other cop that he worked with. The crooked he, cop. The crooked cop. Oops. <laughs> if you take all three of those guys out of the equation... Nothing changes in the movie, right? No, definitely, and that might be part of the problem. It, you, the movie's it's not just perfect; a extra, it has problems. Yeah, it's just a little extra candy for you. But I, it does feel like they needed that. 
it's almost just as kind of filler. It's it's like well done filler because mm-hmm. yeah, it's well done filler for sure. Like you do get that scene where the and you like detective yeah. is stuck on top of the gazebo and they have the standoff and everything, yeah. and it gives more scenes. But yeah, ultimately, like it doesn't really matter. And yeah, this is maybe a getting to like kind of the problems of the movie, which sure. is that like. The story is not, it's, so the movie never gets boring. I never got bored and never really had a slow part. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there were definite, like, uh, like, saggier parts of the movie. And that would be that whole mm-hmm. story arc that you were talking about. And it did feel mm-hmm. like it was filler in a lot of ways, where they were like, we need to make this yes. an hour and a half movie. And so we have to basically have this story happening. But yeah, ultimately that story, it's like, on one hand, the premise of it sounds good where you have mm-hmm. kids, everybody's converging on this one area. You have these innocent right. kids. Different stories coming the in. The yeah. the detective, everybody's Going like converging the in this one area and the bear itself. Uh, and that's cool, but it's not quite tied together well enough. Right. You know? I mean, even if you consider the story between the uh, the ranger and the inspector, I guess he was. Mm-hmm. He was some sort of inspe- inspector, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that at least saved the other kid from being eaten. Mm-hmm. And then also it gave us some great um, horror or gore scenes, which mm-hmm. were really fun. Yeah. Um, there was also a small amount of... Oh, and it also took out all the other bullies. So those kind of like you see like the reason behind, or at least the activity behind those characters. Whereas again, the other the other the cops didn't mm-hmm. really have much going on there. And they did that was a really good scene when the bear attacks the uh, ranger station and the mm-hmm. and the ambulance is there and they have to. It's very Jurassic Park when they're driving away with the ambulance and, and the, the bear chasing. Open, and the, and the yeah, bear is chasing them. I really expected them to do the line, a reference to the line, you know, the faster, faster, going back with Jeff Goldblum's line <laughs> in Jurassic Park. I thought someone was going to say that, <laughs> but they didn't. Uh, but that was a really good part. And then the guy's hand gets bit and his <laughs> hand falls off. And, that was the, the whole theater the just went crazy about how gross that was. And also the ranger falling out of the back and oh. her face on the uh, pavement was good. And then, like, the bear just very calmly leaving the scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was pretty good, too. And Not to mention that we skipped over, like, some of the fun gore in the, in the ranger station <laughs> where the ranger's trying to shoot the bear, but the guy oh, gets yeah. in the way. She ends up shooting the guy. Yeah, and then she doesn't give a shit. She's like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of awful. Well, yeah, I, I mean, she's she's had issues with, with those the, teenagers. That would so. cause you to not care that you killed someone. I think it was just the fact that it was very clearly an accident. She didn't mean to. And then secondly, that she's trying to hunt a bear. So it was those two things, I think, that did it. But she's kind of a dumbass. She's kind of awful, though, because she just like she's a little bit of a dumbass. Gun, yeah. Not really paying attention to who's, where she's shooting. Well, I'm not doing. sure that park rangers get a whole lot of training. Mm, probably not. Remember when that one park ranger showed up in a bulletproof vest and his gun and everything for no reason? <laughs> we were camping and uh, a park ranger showed up looking like a fucking stormtrooper. Uh, to tell us that we had one too many people on the campsite. <laughs> no, it wasn't, even, it wasn't even that. 
It, we had like a joke sign up, remember? Oh yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I made a sign. I have that sign, you guys wanna see that? And it's a harmless sign, and, and he was like, oh, I'm just coming to like check out that <laughs> things are okay here. And he was like full on bulletproof vest with like guns and shit. It's like, who, who the fuck is giving park rangers guns? Why does a park ranger have a gun? I mean, I guess to shoot an animal, but... I, we asked. I think we asked him why he had a gun too, and he was like, "Oh, you know, the, there's like pot illegal pot farms up here and stuff." Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's to exactly. stop the teenagers from stealing candy from the from the counter. Do you hear that? <laughs> this train is it gonna wreck itself? Yeah, yeah. Eighty-six. Okay. I had this made. It only costs forty dollars. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like how Holly just hasn't like answered ready. Like, easily like five years ago, maybe even six. <laughs> but I think well, I put up that sign, and that sign apparently called the ranger to tell him to attention that we were going to be trouble. Mm-hmm. And all we were were like, "Sir, we're all over like thirty-eight. We're just going to get drunk right here and maybe go for a walk. Like, ain't nobody doing anything. We're all going to be passed out by nine. <laughs> and we were. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. I mean, we did okay. shrooms that trip, too, but... Shroom? Oh, there we go. There's another drug you can put in a fucking... Oh, and, made, and they all made... <laughs> they did mushrooms, and then they all made, like, a Blair Witch. That was so fun. They made, like, Blair Witch sculptures in the middle of the forest and left them out there for people to find. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, taking branches and configuring them into weird <laughs> shapes and yeah. symbols and stuff and tying them. You know, campy shit. Hoping that people would randomly come across them while hiking. <laughs> oh, man, that was fun. <laughs> we should go camping again. Okay. Anyway, let's go back to Cocaine Bear. So, Cocaine Bear. Where are we now? Okay. So, Carrie Russell meets... Uh, well, we've already talked about the attack. Uh, she has the some attack. cool 80s outfits. She Carrie. does. She has that, like... The jumpsuit, the bright pink jumpsuit that only a, a small petite woman can pull off. Because otherwise, that's a lot of that's a that's a big pink billboard. If I were to wear that, that's you got to wear that with like the Reeboks. The oh yeah, Reeboks. I don't know if she they showed her shoes, but I hope she was wearing Reeboks with that. So yeah, the ranger gets attacked and you know ends up going to the ranger. And then of course we have the the ranger station scene, and then of course the ambulance scene. Mm-hmm. Which uh, which was really fun because you know that's where the cocaine bear was in the room, and there was all this blood coming out. Which oh, oh yeah, coming out from I guess he's an EMT and he's obligated yeah. to approach a door. But yeah. I thought that if there, so what do EMTs do if there's imminent danger? Mm-hmm. Anybody know that? Call the cops. Yeah, that's what I would think. <laughs> Not like approach a door that has like blood gushing from underneath it. Although <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. so. If you're the EMT, you gotta go. Mm-hmm. Not me, though. And they did just call... They basically just called the ambulance and didn't uh, say, I think, what was happening. They just kind of called Well, they called the ambulance before some all the shit went down. I think they called the ambulance mm-hmm. when... Um, oh, when the ranger came back and she had been scratched up by the bear. Mm-hmm. And right. so the, the ambulance was for her, mm-hmm. and then all the shit went down and afterwards. And she shot her shooting everyone. Yeah. She just shot the one dude. I mean, she didn't shoot that many people. And then the gazebo scenes happen mm-hmm. after that. Is that right? So at this point, the bullies are dead. 
Uh, the Rangers dead. The EMTs are dead. <laughs> Carrie and the and the and the little boy have gone on off after the daughter, and the right. daughter has left traces of her that, path. That's a little bit of a complaint too. Is that yeah. the daughter? The way why that, did the bear take her? Like, yeah. why not just kill her? And yeah. none of it is depicted or shown. We it, we're just sort of told verbally that the daughter was taken by the bear and put somewhere. I think someone tells her. Yeah. Well, I mean, both the little kid and the and the uh, the original hiker from the beginning of the movie that's mourning the death of his mm-hmm. fiance. Right. But, but it, it's, it's like, why did the bear take her though? But that, yeah, that felt weird, and that felt like a gap in the story. Well, it was just because they weren't going to hurt a kid, and they needed to make a reason for everybody to go to the bear cave. Mm-hmm. Well, and it reminded me of the host, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. How, but the host was, eat, I mean, like, that fucker was eating people. Like, he was he, just saving them for later. Saving them for later. There was, like, an explanation. That was a good explanation. And they showed mm-hmm. you that the girl was still alive, and they would check in with her randomly. Mm-hmm. We would check in, and we would see her, like, hiding. And she was running out of time, because mm-hmm. that thing was eating everything else. But we never got any of that with this. No, that was, was a bit of a problem. And, the the mama bear decided to steal this little kid. And it's like, I feel like we can do the work for the writers and be like, oh, maybe the bear took her because the bear had cubs and the little girl is like a little girl and somehow mm-hmm. the bear recognized that it's a child. A child. Yeah, yeah. Although, I don't know why the bear wouldn't take the little boy. Too. I know, right? Maybe you can only take one at a time. I don't know. And, yeah. I, I just sucked it up to like, <laughs> hey, you're a coke addict too. Well. Let's hang they up. Did a lot of coke. <laughs> but the bear like attacked cocaine. people who had cocaine on them. Yeah, it, it went after you if you had coke on you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah, but they had consumed yeah, true. it. True. You know, they didn't but have also, it on you know, the, the way in person. That, you know, it's all unexplained. Like how <laughs> she got back to the lair, the bear's cave with the bear. Did the bear bring her? Did she walk? You know. Not that we, in a way, we don't necessarily need all that info, but in yeah. another way, it did feel like a gap where it was like, oh, okay. Because you want that scene where you kind of check in with the girl and you see, oh, she's in the cave and she's hiding in part of the mm-hmm. cave to stay away from the bear or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and that did feel a little bit uh, like Yeah, but not enough of an explanation there. And I feel like the. Yeah, because right. we basically just got like the the crumb yeah, trail nice with the paint, use, you know, a little the, bit like, of marker three, location three along the way. To, like, explain so, like, that. Find it. But I wonder if it was edited out. It feels like one of those things that may have existed <laughs> in the script or in mm-hmm. they shot, but maybe got taken out. There's also not. A, I mean, this is not the movie that really calls for a lot of integrity when it comes to you know plot devices. But it could have been funny to actually like see a scene where like the. The girl's, like, on the back of the bear, like, as the bear walks her back to the cave and, like, puts her in the cave with the little bears, like, to have a scene like that. Yeah, because even, like, at at one point, like, you know, when she gets found by her mom and the the kid, they see the little cubs, and the cubs are covered in cocaine, too. (laughs) And she's like, oh, those, they're harmless. I'm like, could you show me more about the playful cocaine cubs? Which also sort of weirdly alludes to maybe there were scenes that we didn't see. Exactly, yeah. The girl interacted with the cubs. Yeah, and knows that they're harmless. Those would have been cute as shit. Mm -hmm. Cocaine cubs. 
Which that was funny too, you know, the fact that the baby bears were on cocaine as yeah. well and were addicted. All the the bears were instantly addicted to the coke. Of basically. course, they're babies. As soon as they did it, even the adult one, you know, they had to have more. Mm-hmm. All right, so we explained like the different stories that are sort of coming together, and um, and we explained the trip of the mom, which isn't very much. It's just her following traces, going out and to having, the area too, right, and having a funny conversation with the kid and bumping into the original hiker. But then, and then that's it, basically, until they get to the cave. But then you have uh, Ice Cube's son and the other guy, the the guy who's depressed mm-hmm. about losing his wife, who's Ray Liotta's son. Oh yeah. And they yeah. have that one bully who with is them. That, that guy looked super familiar, he but really I didn't did. look him up. Who who is that guy? You're in front of the computer. T. The son of Ray Liotta's son. Okay, which okay. which one? He was like the, the one opposite. The sensitive man. Oh, that was Eddie. Uh, Aiden. Can you look up a guy from Christmas Bloody Christmas? Let's see. What is he? I don't think it is. That's who he is. Well, he played. He played Han Solo in Solo with Star Wars. I recognize that movie, but I thought the Solo movie was good. And he's actually. He doesn't look like Harrison Ford in this in Cocaine Bear. But there are some parts in Solo where he really looks like Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's so funny. That's okay. I knew he looks He's familiar. not the guy from Christmas Bloody Christmas, that's mm-hmm. another actor. He kind of reminded me of the guy from Game of Thrones. Uh, not Jon no. Snow, but Jon Snow's older brother. The one who gets killed at the Red Wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, the guy with the bigger blue eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He kind of reminded hair. me of that guy. Mm, a little bit, but yeah, he, actually. Okay, nice. That's awesome. It's, uh, yeah, the solo. Solo. So, so as we get to the, well, there's a walk with the uh, with the guy, and then we get to the gazebo scene. Yeah. Which is funny. Gazebo. Yeah. You know, they're basically going there to track down uh, one of the stashed duffel bags of cocaine because it was hidden in the gazebo. And of course, you know, you we have the the cop mm-hmm. who's already there standing on top of it. You know, we have a little bit of a kapow. Uh but this is also the ah. scene where uh the the bear ingests more cocaine and we have that great uh well well let's see uh let's see what effect that <laughs> has on you when he starts to basically crawl on his back and scoot you know, scoot further back. Is which is now? Fantastic. <laughs> and eventually, you know, cocaine bear uh Falls falls to the ground, napping, literally on top of uh, of Eddie. And, you know, the whole time he's just hilarious. like, what, where we find out what am I supposed to do in this situation? Which, okay, great line. Uh, he says, I know it's a <laughs> girl, a woman, because... A woman? A female bear. A lady bear, because <laughs> her vagina's on my face. <laughs> but the thing, like, okay, great line. Yeah. But he is lying. <laughs> well, but he's lying. Way too further than the vagina And the bear's is, yeah. head is on his head. Yeah. Basically, they're on top. It was like, a hyperbole. It was It's not like they were 69. I know it's a female bear because her vagina's on my ear. Which, I mean. It would have been because my foot's in her vagina, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, they had to be switched. They should have been. Yeah, I also I also picked up on that. I'm like, that's not where vaginas are. <laughs> like, and then I'm like, 
let's look at some bear anatomy of this one. <laughs> well, plus they very clearly <laughs> show the bear fall on top. Exactly. So like... you know exactly how they position. I mean, not to say that you wouldn't be able to feel the vagina, but you know, maybe in a that it should have been a different line than the ear. Mm-hmm. But that's where we find out it's a a, a lady bear with with cubs with a family. Because yeah. yeah. we didn't know she. We don't She's a single mom. Yet. She's a working single mom on cocaine. Maybe that's why they edited out the scenes where the little girl is with the cubs because they wanted to not have you know that the bear is a woman. Oh, yeah, so they can give a line about the vagina here. Okay, yeah, sure. Maybe, I don't know, that would be weird. And how many more times can I say vagina on this recording? Maybe there'll be an unedited, extended director's cut where the studs put back in. But yeah, you're right, it's a big reveal for the joke, Mm -hmm. and that's why they didn't show any, like... Also, that probably costs more money with the CGI cubs. Yeah, yeah. More CGI effects. Mm Mm-hmm. Which there's a fair amount of bear in the movie. Yeah, for sure. Effect. The sound was really good at the mm-hmm. theater we were at. Mm-hmm. It had booming uh, bass and booming sound whenever the bear did stuff, which was really cool. And everything about it was like top notch in terms of like you know the camera work and the uh, cinematography. Yeah, yeah. That you, was all good. I don't know if you got a chance to watch last week's uh, show, T, the one where you you lost your power because you're in Chicago. <laughs> but uh yeah we, we yeah that was that was great and, ice storms uh, yeah fantastic on the cinematography <laughs> and the look yeah, of the and the editing <laughs> it was a mm-hmm. bit of a bloodbath mm-hmm. see that and that's an interesting thing too about mm-hmm. this movie and megan as well mithrigan <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh also the vhs movie which yeah, i mentioned now this a couple of times and we'll mention again for this movie is that I feel like certain editors uh, film editors have cracked the mathematical code of how to uh, assemble a movie in a way where you don't get bored even when the movie isn't necessarily well written and there's definitely a fucking formula Right, and it keeps getting shorter and shorter and shorter as the years go by because our attention span's getting Mm -hmm. shorter and shorter too. But but those three movies that we've reviewed recently really stand out to me as movies where the story and the writing are not necessarily that tight or Mm -hmm. well done, but where the movie itself is so well edited and structured that you just never get bored and you're entertained all the way through the movie. You know, even with even when you're noticing the flaws as they happen, it's still that you're still kind of not like, oh, but this part's lame or this part's yeah. boring. It, uh, I really think they cracked the code on that because yeah, when you watch some of these older movies, there will always be yeah. scenes, even if it's like a, there will always be like a section or a scene where it's just like, oh my god, they're killing time. You here. space out. <laughs> But that doesn't really happen in this movie yeah. or other, you know, some of these live tomorrow. So at that uh, gazebo scene, if you guys are ready to move on, um, that's also when we get the reveal that the cop's partner, or at least co-worker, mm-hmm. is a dirty cop. And uh, and it's actually kind of a heartbreaking scene, you know? Like, the cop gets shot by Ray Liotta because he's got a long-range rifle, sniper rifle. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, fine. Ray Liotta can have whatever he wants. 
And um, it snipes him, and he has a long <laughs> death scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he finds out his partner is crooked, and that his little dog is out in the parking lot. And yeah, it was kind of sad. Oh, and then Reload is like, "I will kill your dog if you don't tell me where, like, which way the cocaine bear went." <laughs> and he was like, "That way." You know, <laughs> I, was, I was like, "Jesus, Reliota. I thought they were gonna do the thing where. He would live. Me too. You know, kind of like the really mom like in the Ouija movie. Mm-hmm. I thought they would do the fake out death where they did not. you think he's going to die, but then no, the ambulance died. shows up. But yeah, yeah, he's gone. And they don't even really kind of, re- I mean, he dies, but they don't necessarily, they sort of don't resolve yeah. his story. No. Well, other than like the guy gets the dog, like Ray Liotta's son gets his dog, and mm-hmm. that's like his, like, you know, his therapy dog now. Mm-hmm. Which she gets from doesn't the does the crooked cop live? In the story? Yeah, yeah, she kind of wait, lives. wait. Yeah, she lives because she, she it to the cave. The dog to the... Or no, I thought the dog like ran out of like her car and then ran up to the guy. And... No, I think she makes it because she makes it out of the cave, all right. Because the both um, Han Solo and Ice Cube's kid mm-hmm. um, stand in between Ray Liotta and her to like so she, so he won't kill her. But yeah, she doesn't get randomly killed by the bear, right? No, because everybody. Yeah, she survives. Okay, yeah. so um, okay, yeah, she so survives. we're past the gazebo scene. We're at the uh, the cave. It's getting dark, so it's getting interesting. The, uh, the mom, mom and the kids are there already, so they have to hide by going through the cave out behind a waterfall, <laughs> and that part of the secret waterfall. Oh, yeah. Well, they also right. they also yeah, run into yeah, um, the one hiker from the opening out there because he's the one who leads him yeah, to, really to the hiding spot. Yeah, because he does. get the fuck to civilization, man. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, but here's the cool part because you don't get to see this death scene. But as Ray Liotta and his gang are going up, they see the hiker who's been torn apart. Yeah, yeah. Was that him or was that the girlfriend? Oh. I think that was him. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. right? for a second, I thought it might be the girlfriend, but I think it was him. Because there is, I think they do the thing where the bear they do a flash jumps at him and then they cut away as it's like attacking Did him. Did I miss that? All I remember Maybe. was like, like Ray Liotta and his friends, mm-hmm. like having a little flashback to them seeing the body with like it's mm-hmm. a faceless head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which a bear will definitely do but that yeah. to you. But yeah, he gets taken out. He's just randomly still. Ha- Hey, out in the woods, even though he didn't seem lost. Do bears eat people? Generally? Yeah, they will. They will. Do you remember they ate the bear guy? Remember that bear guy? The guy years ago around the 2010s who was like what a major uh, TV guy. And he was like, oh, bears are really friendly and cool and bears are your friends. And then he went out and like lived among the bears and they ate him. <gasps> Remember that? And it was, a, they made a movie about it. He was a real guy, but he really tried to sell the idea that bears were <laughs> misunderstood and, and were kind of friendly. And then they literally ate him. Oh my fucking God. Mm. That's really dangerous <laughs> that he would tell people that bears not only look cuddly, but are cuddly. Yeah, that seems irresponsible. Very cause... irresponsible, especially for like a grown ass professional man. I think it's like if you know a bear is hungry, they will treat a person like they're like, Well, I could go to the stream and get a salmon, but you're right here. Mm-hmm, exactly. And you're annoying the shit out of me. 
Yeah. yeah so now, now we just need to have a kid and have it raised by wolves. <laughs> that would be the next step. And then, yeah, <laughs> that wolves have a bad rap. Which I kind of forgot about the secret falls. So it's like, yeah. oh yeah, back to square one. We're at the secret falls. I mean, it doesn't really play in. Yeah, it's just like. A- so there's like a bag of weed hanging out just above Coke. reach. I'm sorry, Coke. <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, hanging out or hanging just above, mm-hmm. like you know, they're at their their reach. Mm-hmm. Oh, that and that part's great when the bear falls off the cliff and then is like unconscious on the ground, and then the Coke gets like ripped from the hanging. And a thing little bit of cloud. powder ends up in like yeah, it breathes in like some of the Coke. And Wakes up again. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty great. Which is good. Because that, you know, keep it, like, consistent with the yeah. whole cocaine. Thing but by like then, that. everybody's already jumped into the water to escape. Mm-hmm. Right, they jumped in the water to And get Ice Cube's right. kid got shot. He got shot and died, right? No, he didn't die. He so he got shot, and then Carrie Russell's like, hey, I'm a nurse. And so she fixes him up. Right. And I like him out of the freezing water. He loses it. First of all, when he gets his fingers shot off, it's awesome That's when they're like, yes. when cool. it's like his second and fourth no, finger they're, shot they're off. not even close <laughs> to the, the other guy's like, how did he shoot off those two fingers? <laughs> they're not <laughs> even like, next to each other. And then, uh, I'm like at the end, when, uh, I think it's the dog I mean, or the bear, or maybe it's the it's cub. The, it's a little bear. It's a little, it's a little dog that eats the It's his yeah. finger. And he's like... And the other, I think it was the other guys, like, they weren't going to sew those back on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or maybe it was Ice Cube's kid. He's like, they were going to put those back on. Yeah. Which is true. It's, like, <laughs> it's too much long. If, yeah. if, if, if you get it on quick enough, you can sew it back on. Put them on ice. On. Yeah. Go directly to the ER. Like, but after probably... too much time, there's no. You know, and this was mm-hmm. like half a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he lives too, right? Yeah, they all yeah. live. Well, with the exception of Ray Liotta, who I do believe gets mauled to death by the bear. Yeah. And uh, what else? Um, and the detective but the dies. kids and the detective dies. So, Which felt so like both... an unfair death. Yeah, that poor guy. He was just trying to be a good cop. Yeah, the, it, certain characters, certain movies, certain characters, it's like, should definitely live. I feel like it's sort of like needlessly edgy to kill characters unnecessarily or characters mm-hmm. who don't deserve to die you know like in Ouija how they had like the little girl become do the last second shot yeah like where, really what was that really or the other girl ending up yeah. in the asylum it's like why are we even punishing these kids in this weird way uh, so it was so the, the, kids, the kids lived and the mom lived and everything but I thought the detective should have lived yeah, it would have been nice. Mm-hmm. And they picked, like, like the nicest-looking actor to play him. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he didn't even do anything. He was, like, cool to the bad guys even when... Uh, That's true. <laughs> what did he let? He would let the one guy... Do so. grab his fingers? Oh yeah, he's like, okay, you can get your fingers. Yeah, that's right. When he was that was a, his buddy. Yeah. put him in his pocket. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. Uh, and then so what happens? They and then how does what happens to the bear ultimately? The bear it's a fart. Oh right. Well, the, right, the bear gets right. shot by Ray Leo. And, and then at the very end, it's like, wounded, the but it's end, not it's killed. just the bear hanging out with her with cubs. The cubs yeah. Oh, that's and, right. And the cub, they all kind of growl at the camera. Yeah, there's like a, some some hikers take pictures mm-hmm. of them and then they growl at the camera. It's the, it starts all over again. And it starts all over again. 
but then with the other character. Yeah, but I, I I love the fact that, you know, at the tail ends, they, they do kind of like a double fake out in the sense, because, you know, you have like the, the dog and, you know, you had the guy going back to like the truck or whatever, and you know, he sees the dog and his first thought is like, is that on cocaine? Yeah, in the end, that was funny. <laughs> and then I did the same thing with a hitchhiker. So, yeah, the, that bully ends up with a bag uh, with, of cocaine. At the very end with the... Yeah, with, with Stash. Yeah, and then there's a bunch of sheep in the back of, like, the truck. And he throws a duffel bag back there, Which, and then like, it, he's like... I really like that. You know, on second thought, you know, he this, like, scummy little kid it. with a gigantic bag of cocaine... Heading to New York City. I was like, this has some very like midnight cowboy like vibes. But I'm like, yeah, kid, go make your fucking mark on New York City. I mean, if you can't make it with a big old bag of cocaine, you can't make it anywhere. I actually thought I, I one of my other complaints is that I thought they shouldn't have had that character leave the story so early. I wish he okay. had stayed through to the end and then gone off like that. Mm-hmm. But he runs away kind of Right at the gazebo scene, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. kind of early into the third act. And I thought that the him and the uh and uh Ice Cube's son mm-hmm. were that was a good uh like team up of oh, them yeah. and everything. The odd couple thing going on with and like the, yeah. the interactions with all of them and I thought they I wish they had kind of kept that going throughout yeah. the story and he hadn't left. But then we see, yeah, that he because he said he they him and his friends were gonna move to New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, Although I did like how I mean they're assholes, right? The little the, the little teenage bullies. But then, like when he starts talking about his friends, like, oh yeah, they're the best. I don't know what I do without them. my friends. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. Well, the, I mean, the fucked up thing too is that uh, when they introduce that <laughs> character, he's stealing candy. Like, it, yeah, that's... he's stealing a lot from the ranger station. But even then, it's like it's candy. Who but exactly, that's yeah. the thing. There's mm-hmm. the the bully characters are super hard. List. Well, eh, maybe like in the bathroom scene, they they stabbed Ice Cube. Oh, Miller. true, yeah, yeah. Oh. And then he. But even I mean, yeah, because that part was enough for me. Like, okay, fuck these guys. Mm-hmm. But then, like the candy part is like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, when he was talking about that. Wait, the candy part happened before the stabbing part, so. Yeah. That's right. So that was the first introduction. So you're like, oh, you're just some weird kid stealing some candy. Big deal. And. I guess they hang out at that park all the time. Yeah, because they were terrorizing the other like hikers. That was yeah. kind of like an ongoing. Oh, thing. that's right. Yeah. They're the gang. Oh, that's right. They said they had stabbed mm-hmm. one of the hikers. That's what that yeah, was. they stole. They were like, you know, robbing people, yeah. bugging people. So yeah, I guess they were. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't work so, out yeah, too well really, for them when they tried it on um, uh, on David. He dies. Mm-hmm. He kind of had that plastic surgery face a bit going a little bit yeah i noticed but he did like have that he did have that good like speech about like we can't stop like the people that i owe this to they won't stop they'll come after you yeah yeah he he, i mean like Mm -hmm. yeah he was he was was fucked either bad motivation but then also some of his motivation was pretty good in terms of like if i stop we are all dead yeah you have to keep you have to fight Mm-hmm. Even though he was he was so pissed off that the fact that you know his son <laughs> yeah, was like, calling yeah, exactly. the grandson on him all the time because he was constantly babysitting him. Take care of, right? Which they kind of have that scene early on. Yeah, 
in the Chuck E. Cheese or whatever. Yeah, whatever that was. <laughs> that was neat. But yeah, I mean, ultimately, it was like we were saying, it was a good movie. But I did feel like it could have been crazier. I feel yeah. like the crazy parts, there were like good, there were these kind of accentuated crazy parts that were really good. Mm -hmm. But I kind of wanted the whole movie to be not necessarily nonstop crazy, but be way more amplified than it was. Yeah, and we didn't really get that much gore either. I mean, I know that they had to really balance it out because the audience for this movie isn't horror fans. It's everybody. And that's maybe part of the kind of the problem yeah. a little bit is that mm -hmm. this movie mm -hmm. feels like it kind of straddles the line a little bit between being like a mainstream comedy yeah. and being a super crazy, over-the-top, cocaine bear movie true like they kind of they have to keep the jokes coming for sure if they're going to keep everybody entertained and uh you know talking about psycho gorman mm -hmm. i feel like that's a movie that did a really good job that's true actually. i would have liked this cocaine bear to it's more have a tone yeah. of psycho gorman where even the normal parts or like the non-crazy parts are still like yeah, yeah and people are talking in a kind of uh, Cartoonish like, sort of yeah. way, mm -hmm. but uh, and, you know, balancing it out with like and get really old to do that, or you know, Carrie mm -hmm. Russell, that might have been a little, 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 little. Mm -hmm. Well, they had to, like you were mentioning, they had to kind of. This is a thirty-two million dollar movie, so it has to sort of be something that you can play to like Everybody. regular to the normies, and then something that you can also play to the people who are more. Mm -hmm. Hardcore, but I feel like you know, you're calling this movie co Cocaine Bear. Mm -hmm. It should be like crazy, you know. The whole movie should be like it's on coke. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good overall. <laughs> That's respectable. That's yeah, the audience score for it. <laughs> there uh, are some, respectable. It's at seventy-five percent. Not. I haven't seen necessarily negative mm -hmm. reviews, uh, but mm -hmm. I've seen some more middling reviews for oh. it where kind of people okay. have called it out for maybe being more hype than... Uh, well, I mean, it's... Yes, it is definitely more hype, but that's... I feel like while it's true, it's also part of the fun. Mm. I mean, we were, we were chanting Cocaine Bear in the movie theaters with strangers mm -hmm. which was really fun mm -hmm. and it just it, it really created a, an incredible ambiance and i mean <laughs> that's all because of the marketing you know mm -hmm. so yeah i mean like the hype i feel like the hype was so over the top that it's its own element of mm -hmm. customer service when mm -hmm. it comes to the movie you know yeah and it is interesting and kind of cool that you know it's like that this that they could market it and make it as kind of mainstream as it is, mm -hmm. you know, with it being cocaine bear. Cause you know, you would kind of think like, Oh, they, uh, they would shy away from it, you know, and yeah. not want to give it a theatrical release and not want to market it as heavily as they did. Mm -hmm. When talking about like the marketing, you know, the other movie that comes to mind in recent weeks would be smile. Smile mm -hmm. did like a pretty concerted effort. Oh, and also, I guess, um, three again, for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, really concerted efforts to um, uh, to put this, to put their movie in the middle of absolutely any uh, 
any sports event, any like any anything that was that had eyes on it, they were gonna put their, their message out on. But they were straightforward horror movies without the comedic element. And so there was no like fun element to, to what they were doing. So I think that this was a very special case where the marketing was dead on. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. That is cool. I, it, it, I'm sure it'll do well. I hope Hopefully so. Well. I hope it makes tons of money. And they'll put it on streaming. And I hope Elizabeth Banks gets a lot of adult plays. I wonder if they'll mm -hmm. make that. They'll probably make a sequel. Cocaine Bear 2? Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Cocaine Cubs. Yeah, I mean... That's what we really want. And they give away teddy bears that you can yeah, hold. Yeah, cocaine them. guns. That's, <laughs> That's what we really need. <laughs> and they, so they do, the kids all escape on the river, right? They yeah, but okay. Except that they never talk about, okay, I've only, <laughs> okay, so I've never, uh, I've been to Tennessee once or twice. I've never been out to the national parks out there. I don't care if it's the middle of fucking summer. If there's something that I know about the forest is here or the parks here, any creek or river is going to be freezing mm -hmm. cold. Definitely. And I feel like everybody just pretends like they're not. Yeah. yeah. And I find that very upsetting. Definitely. Yeah, they're just kind of in the water. They're like, oh, fine. we're just swimming. Oh, my yeah, God. Just, and it's at night, too. I know. Hypothermia, bitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and then, it, and then the movie ends with... Yeah, uh, come on in. The water's fine. After credit scenes where, like, they show the... New, the real news story of oh the, the, that's right yeah and and that's when we also see the guy going to new york with the bag mm -hmm. which also made me think of that black sheep movie when he has the cocaine near the sheep mm -hmm. and moves it you know but uh isn't that i, I saw that a long time ago. wasn't it black sheep where the sheep is the is the killer no it's a, as new zealand movie Oh, I thought you were talking about the Chris Farley movie. No, no. Mm -hmm. uh, there's like a New Zealand horror comedy about a sheep that goes mm -hmm. crazy. I have to watch that shit. <laughs> Cocaine sheep. Cocaine sheep. What's it? Okay, is that what it's called? No. no, no. Oh, yeah, black sheep. Yeah. Oh, we just talked about yeah. that. Sorry. Yeah, not the Chris Farley movie. No, it's black sheep. <laughs> Where he's in. Yeah. The, which one? It was uh, it was in an article that I had linked in Discord. Oh, the list of movies. The oh, the, the yeah the the one oh, that was I like five five uh, like, killer animal movies that you could stream this week. Willard, I was like, yeah. I'm doing Willard. Yeah, Willard. I'm really excited. The I know the, the one with yeah Glover. the one with Crispin Glover. Although we can watch the original and like you know have a little bit of have it inform our perspective on the new Willard. And the, when I say new Willard, I mean, that shit came out in the 90s, right? The, yeah. And the original is like 70s or mm -hmm. early. I don't think I've seen the yeah. original, actually. I saw, I've seen the original. They used to play the original on TV mm -hmm. all the time. Really? The oh. So it was one of those ones where you were just, you could like just see it and like catch it at random points in the because it would always be on TV. Well, so are we are we done with Cocaine Bear? Can we talk a little bit about the upcoming movies we're going to be reviewing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, cool. So I know uh, John's pick would be next. Uh, I know you had mentioned you were looking at cat people. So part um, of the reason I 
Okay, so you want to do the original? Yeah, the one with uh, the. I've only the seen 80s, I've only the seen the remake. one with like Nostalgia same with Willie. I've not seen the original. I think. Case. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No. This is so. Mm-hmm. Original cat people. Will it be boring? No, that came out in like eighty two. It's slow pace, but it's a. It's yeah. It's a nineteen forties Universal movie, which means it's like an hour or an hour. It's a shorter runtime or something. So it's short. So, but, uh, so I had to pick it because was, I like to throw in some classic yes, movies. Me too. I mean, I like that you do that. But also when we were saying zoophobia for the fear this month, I started thinking, is there a horror movie that literally centers around the zoo? Oh. Where, and the cat, the 1940s cat movie, the, uh, the zoo actually figures into <laughs> throughout the story oh, and is actually plays a part. And also famously, this is not really a spoiler, but uh, the 1940s cat people movie is credited as being the first movie to have a jump scare. <gasps> really? So That's cool. It's, and you'll see, and not only is it the first movie to have a jump scare, it's, the first movie to have a jump scare, that's a fake-out jump scare. Ah. So, which is a classic trope of jump scares, especially when they're early in the movie. <laughs> you, have to, you have to have, like, the cat in the closet cool. uh, that Very jumps cool. out. But, uh, oh, no pun intended, cat. <laughs> but so, yeah, so cat, 1940s cat people. Cool. And I'm going with Willard, as I, we mentioned before, the Crispin <laughs> Glover one. But, I mean, I'll, I'll watch the 70s one so that I know what's up. And Chris Lover, he's a classic. And we were mm-hmm. saying that we're going to leave a fourth one open for zombie. Is that right? So, and what was your pick again? This one. Well, there's oh, there's five recordings. Yeah, Grizzly. Yeah. Grizzly. Yay! Wait, yeah, which came out in 1976. You know, so we we have another bear movie coming up, like and an Grizzly... unreleased movie, and then it got released recently. Is it? Yeah, like it. Yeah, I got shot. It wasn't really available. If I remember for a while. right, this is like a movie that was made. Um, like I know it's streaming on Shutter, but then it was like not. If it's the movie I'm thinking of, for some reason, it was not available mm-hmm. for ages, and it just kind of became available again within like the last decade or so. Interesting. And I forget why. Do you? Are you right. I I don't know off the top of my head, um, but it it is heralded as like one of the better like Jaws ripoffs of the time. But it but it definitely fits in that you know. Killer animal category, and uh, you know, I, I, it's really the also only the other like country. killer bear movie that really yeah. comes to mind. So I wanted back it to be like country. a counterpart. And it's uh it's that's just another bear mm-hmm. attack movie. Oh, it is. yeah, it's about the Australian. No, it's American, I think. I think um, about this couple that goes mm-hmm. out hiking, and the guy's gonna propose to her, and he wants to take her to the special spot, and he gets her, uh, and then they and then they bump into Eric Balfour. <laughs> And then that gets a little weird, and then they get lost. So it's a more recent movie. Yeah, I think it came out like maybe ten years ago, and I then and then they get attacked by a bear, and it is actually mm-hmm. a pretty horrifying bear attack. I've like, never heard of it. The only good part about it is the bear attack and Eric Belfort. Like the bear attack in the Revenant. 
you know. Uh, oh, I never saw that with Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> That's pretty good. Didn't he get an Oscar for that or some shit? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Or the bear in uh, Annihilation. That's oh, a great, the, the, that's a great bear. That's a great bear. That's bear. A skull head. And it, it, like, mm-hmm. can imitate, like, the screams of its victims. <laughs> that's a great uh, bear in that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That was really that's definitely nightmare fuel. Just, just the concept, I mean. Yeah. But yeah, outside of that, we, we were going to leave a... Uh... A guest choice open. Uh, should Grindhouse want to come on for for one of those? I haven't heard what the what his selection is, but you know, we'll let you know when we when we get a little bit closer uh, to that one. But all in all, Cocaine Bear, really fun popcorn flick. Definitely yeah, movie. Have no, fun. Not not really paying too much attention to the details. This lots is a turn of, your brain off entertainment. Lots of uh, actors that you'll you know, recognize. Definitely a, so a midnight it's, crowd it's, pleaser. Like, oh, it's so, it's yeah, we all have fun. Oh, it's so and so from blah, blah, blah. So, Felicity! Mm-hmm. This is also definitely, like, a Saturday Night Live skit made <laughs> into a full-length movie. I mean, that is such a Saturday Night Live skit. <laughs> Land shark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. So, mm-hmm. No, Cocaine Bear would be, like, a Chris Farley thing. I think so, too. Oh. Oh. Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> we both came to the conclusion. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. Oh man. <laughs> oh, so what are we doing next, Cat People? So is Cat People's the next week? Okay. Cat People. All right. Cat People. Hmm. Sounds good. All right. Well, with that being said, that, that will do it for us here tonight on Hand of Whisker. Thank you so much for joining us for uh, Cocaine Bear, really off the reels, you know, talking about Pablo Escobar. Fantastic. I mean, really, like, I, I don't know if there's going to be another nickname that can mess with that one after I saw, you know, the headline of it. Just like, all right, we're done. Pack it up. <laughs> I should have. Ah, missed opportunity. But anyways, we will see you guys back next Family week for Cat People, and we'll see exactly how the zoo ties into that <laughs> one in particular, because I have no idea. Yeah, the first jump scare. Bye! No oh, spoilers. <laughs> Alright guys, we'll see you then.